Every sport has their big, juicy controversy. Boxing has the Mike Tyson ear bite. Cycling has Lance Armstrong. Baseball has its steroid era. Curling has... Broomgate. It's a story of broken relationships, houses divided, corporate rivalry, and a performance-enhancing broom. It was a year I'd like to forget. Broomgate. Available now. Well, welcome to the center of the baseball universe for the next three days at least as the New York Yankees and Aaron Judge come into town to take on the Toronto Blue Jays in a three-game series starting tonight at the Rogers Center. Think about this. Not only could Aaron Judge set the American League record for home runs, but both the Yankees and the Blue Jays could clinch postseason berths. Mm. There's a lot to play for here, Kevin Barker, especially, I would argue, for the Blue Jays after their win over Tampa Bay last night, or yesterday, I should say, yesterday afternoon, 7-1 win. Gives the Jays a split of that four-game series after losing the first two games. And, Kevin, we talked about this on on Blue Jays Talk after the game. I think that was the biggest win of the year so far. Mm. Um, if the Jays do get home field advantage for the wild card, and that certainly appears to be within their grasp right now, if they do get home field advantage for the wild card, I think that game will have been the game that uh, that made the difference. But more to the point, I think despite the fact they lost those first two games, there was a lot to like out of this series. Ross Stripling, obviously, yesterday. George Springer, again, as you have mentioned time and again, he's here for September and October. He's not here to hit home runs in April and May. you got guys who can do that. George Springer's here to hit home runs in September and October. Teoscar Hernandez has awakened. Just kind of happened. And Whit Merrifield. Whit, Whit Merrifield. I'm dying to find out if when the Jays acquired Whit Merrifield. Like that, it, did one of the khakis say, by the way, have you guys seen his numbers against a, a Tropicana I'm sure field? It I, I gotta that's one of the things I gotta find out today. Whit Merrifield, it, who knew this that he owns a raise at Tropicana Field? I I mean I didn't I didn't look when they made the acquisition and say, okay, what does Whit Merrifield hit against the race? Whit Merrifield. With, a bad year. with Santiago Espinal on the IL, steps up. And I still think this was the most um, yeah. comforting sight, was watching Jordan Romano come out and close out a game and hit 99 after blowing a couple of saves in rather dramatic fashion. So, Kevin, I, I got to tell you this. Coming into this Yankee series, I feel, I feel better about where this team is right now than I have at any point this season. And... That's a good thing when it's September 26th it and is. you can say that. Well, with wit, the, the only issue with that is that they're not playing the Rays anymore. They may not even play the Rays in the playoffs. So you know, They'll probably play you, the Rays you, in the playoffs. Well, they may not. If They'll they, probably if play they the don't, that doesn't really show up. So, but I, I do like the way he's a little bit more direct to the baseball. He's not 
overthinking it. You could tell a little bit. You can tell when a guy's thinking too much. He's standing at the plate. He's doing all that motion and, you know, driving down through the baseball. He does that little thing with his hands whenever he takes a, a bad check swing or a bad take. It's not even a, a bad swing. So, you know, you sort of like what, what he's doing. Teoscar, you just see why it's very hard to give up on him. Like you, everybody wants to. I mean, it looks like sometimes he doesn't try, which I hate saying that out loud, but it really sometimes looks that way in right field, the way he runs the bases, the baseball IQ. But, man, when you see him hitting baseballs as far as he hit the baseball yesterday, it's real hard. Like, I know everybody wants to trade him to get what you want in the offseason, but do you trade him? Like, I, it's a question. Well, you may have, that's a different conversation yeah, for a different day. Rymel Tapia, doesn't he have to play a lot? You would certainly think that he's earned some – playing time when it matters, and that's the three playoff games. And just for whatever reason, when he comes to play, even against the lefty throwing 99 miles an hour, he gets an infield single, then uh, the next guy hits a two-run homer. It's little things like that, right, that against good teams on the road, you got to have some surprises, some guys that come up and have some quality at bats, get on base for your big boys to drive them in. Kirk, you, you forgot to mention the OO fastball right down the middle that he mm-hmm. pulled for a homer. That's a, that's a big hit a big at bat for me because you have to look for 97. We see this team a lot, one through nine, guess too much. Like if nobody else can hit the slider of the changeup, why do you think you can? Just it's nice for a guy in the middle of the order to walk up, look for a hater because the guy throws that hard. When he gets it, doesn't miss it, no matter what the count is. You mentioned Jordan Romano, Zach Pop. Will we see him more in big spots? Well, we're having John Snyder on. We'll ask him about Zach Pop. I just, you know, it just seems like whenever they needed a win, they figured it out. And for me, there's no more question about who's starting game three or yep. whoever the I'm three with starter I'm is. With you. It's stripling. Like, yep. there is no – the Barrios conversation, he's making the playoff roster because he, they gave him $130 million. Well, and because he he's going to make one of the three starts. But, but at he's, least still, for me anyway. he's still one of your best 12 arms, whether or not he makes it. Yeah, I'm not sure he's going to be a factor out of the pin. Well, you're, you mean – Because you got more other – you got other arms that – you know, if, if a guy has a stinker and, and can't get through – Four innings, you might see him in a game. But other than that, really, I like I I mean, this is what, what it is. It's about winning. And if you taking the best three, he ain't one of them. Can we agree on that? Right now, today. Yeah. Well, it took you a long time to well, answer. Well, no, because I mean, be, because it today. Because it's a three, it's a three game series. You're still gonna take Jose Barrios. And I and I, I keep and I, and, I, and, I, and, I, and I keep saying, you have to ask yourself, yet yeah, as as good as Ross Stripling was, you know that that contract is going to enter the conversation. Oh, you hope not. You know that Ross Stripling has pitched out of the bullpen. I'm just saying it's a possibility. Who's earned it? Well, Ross Stripling's earned it. He's had a better year this year. He's not going to be back here next year, probably. You have to think about that if you're the Blue Jays. We can can argue about it, but you've got to think about it. But I'm with you. I think uh, in terms of who deserves the start, it's... it's, (laughs) It's clearly, it's clearly Ross Stripling. He's had a better year. I than, just, uh, I, I, I like controlling chaos, right? The first inning, the five batters, no runs. The third inning, six batters, only one run. The fifth inning, the two out double, no runs. It's just like that. Can Barrios do that? Absolutely. Is he doing it this year? Most of the time, no. That's the thing is, when you're facing good teams, you may have to face the Rays, like you say. You may have to face the Mariners. If you face those two, team, two teams, who do you feel more comfortable giving the ball to? That's what you got to ask yourself. So this is uh, where the Jays where the Jays are as we welcome the Yankees in. They've just finished playing a run of 16, 16 to 21 games against the Rays and the Orioles. Ugh. They finished with a 10 and 6 record, and we talked about this. They went in to that run 
uh, trailing both the Mariners and the Rays in the wild card standing. So they were behind. And they were just a game and a half up in the Orioles for the third and final spot. Well, now they're uh, in. They're certainly they're, they're magic numbers four. They're certainly going to make the postseason, but they were also in the driver's seat when it comes to home field advantage right now. Um, and and that is again in in considering how this year has gone, considering how the Yankees ran away with things, and yes, the Yankees have fallen back to, to earth, but they've still run away from things. I, I keep getting back to this. I, I think this is about best case scenario for the Blue Jays. The only thing better than this would be being in first place in the American League East. And that obviously, uh, that obviously isn't, isn't going to happen. In the wild card race right now, after Seattle's 13-12 loss to Kansas City yesterday. That's awful. I'm beginning to see why the Mariners never make the playoffs. I do uh, believe there could be some, some sphincter tightening going on. Well, they do have some key guys hurt, yeah, which is a big deal. And, and Jesse Winker may be... Uh, Maybe High France well. playing third. That's not the best look. The Mariners are 83 and 69. They've gone three and seven in their last 10. Tampa Bay is 84 and 69. They're half a game up on Seattle. Toronto is 86 and 67. Two and a half games up. The Jays have nine games left. The magic number we've kind of thought was 92 wins. They go six and three to get 92 wins. 91 wins still. Well, 91 wins should make – you should make the playoffs with 91 Home field? wins. With 91? Tampa Bay's got the Cleveland Guardians next. The Guardians, they've won their division. They're just trying to stay healthy. Seattle, Young we've talked hungry, about this. Seattle, Seattle, hasn't, Seattle hasn't played a good team, seems like, in years and is not making a difference for them. Uh, so, but yeah, I think, yeah, clear 90, 91 gives you a – yeah, it gives you a shot at home field, which would, I, 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 so. I, I don't think it would, but but – I didn't think it would, I should say. But, yeah, 91, 91 definitely gives you a shot, uh, gives you a shot at home field. So we're going to spend a lot of time talking about Aaron Judge today. No surprise, Aaron Judge on the verge of history. Jeff Nelson, Yes Network analyst, four-time World Series champion with the Yankees, joins us at 11 o'clock. A reminder, 11.30, John Schneider does his weekly hit with us. Uh, before we get there, Aaron Judge, and, and, and I gave you some homework last week, and I – sort of extended the assignment this weekend as well. Just asked you a simple question. Is this the best season you've seen from a player in your lifetime? Doesn't matter how old you are. Is this the best season you've seen from a player in your lifetime? Now think about this. Um, Barry Bonds, when he hit 73 home runs, we know about the steroids. He didn't win the triple crown when he hit 73 home runs. Uh, Barry Bonds has not won a triple crown. There have been some great seasons. But to set this record and to win the triple crown, on a team that wins the division title. And then I'll just throw in in your walk year as well, although the the, the contract shouldn't really ha- have any bearing on whether or not on, on the weight of the, the historical significance of this. Look, I I covered Bonds's... Well, we'll talk about this later on, Kevin. We'll talk about the, the most important, whether or not it's the best season uh, we've seen from a Yankees hitter because I do want to keep talking about the Jays. Bo Bichette moved up into the number two spot by John Schneider. Somebody has said in Blue Jays talk because Vladdy Jr. Vladdy Jr. seems to be the one guy that hasn't in recent weeks, I'm not going to say hasn't done something because he's hit home runs, but he hasn't really had that game. Everybody else has had that game for the most part. Merrifield, Tapia, hell, Danny Jansen, Tay Oscar, 
Chapman had a couple of homers. Everybody else has had that game but Vladdy. Somebody suggested, you know, John Schneider moved Bo Bichette into the number seven spot. And what did, what did I say? Kickstarted him, got him brought back up. And someone suggested, well, why doesn't he do that with Vladdy? And and I said, first of all, it's a different time of the season. There's 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 two weeks left. And I also think that secondly, you know, you've got to know your dude. It's entirely possible that and first of all, I don't know if Bo got a, if if Bo's hit streak is a result of him getting the red ass and reacting to being moved down. I, I don't know. I don't know the guy that well. But John Schneider knows these guys well. And I've got to think that just because one thing may work for one guy, Kevin, doesn't necessarily mean it's going to work for the other guy. Did, uh, do I remember correctly? Did Boba Shed have 30 and 90 when he was moved <laughs> he to the He did not have 30 and 90, no. Nor was he yeah, playing yeah, gold glove cal. Nor was he playing gold glove, glove caliber defense. Well, that's strong. Vladdy's. I mean, early in the well, season, Vladdy's, he was. Vladdy's now he's gold, not so much. I mean, oh, I he's going to get. He's going to be a finalist. I, well, I mean, he was at the, most uh, of the season. Now it's a, it's a little up in the air because of the way he's hitting. That's got I mean, nothing to do with gold a, glove. I I understand. I'm talking about the person. I'm talking about the way he plays, the urgency, the the footwork around the bag. Like it's different when you're hitting 230 in September. But I did do some digging because I knew you were going to ask me this question. And I did did a little dig. Uh, Jeff, it, it, all year there's 780 total players in baseball. There's about 840 in September because of the rosters expanding. There's 270 everyday guys. There's only 17. Of those 270, with 30-plus homers, mm -hmm. 17. There's only 20 of those 270 with 90-plus RBIs. Vladdy has both of those. He has 34 doubles to boot on top of that. Now, the OPS, if you want to argue that, he's 25th in that at 819. If you want to argue the the OPS from last year was a little over 1,000, that's the one difference, right? He has played 100. And, they played 153 yeah. games. You know how many games he's played in? 152. He's going to play the the last nine. So he'll play 161 of the 162 games, right? So just to dig into those little bit of numbers, that that person, I think, texted mm -hmm. that into us after the, after the show, got me thinking a little bit of, is he, I, I understand the ground ball. I understand where he's hitting in the order. I understand the optics of how he looks every single day. The expectations of we just think he should be Barry Bonds every single day that he touches earth and walks to a plate. And then you start d digging into his numbers and how many players are playing in a season and the numbers that he has. Would you rather those be in the top five? Absolutely. Because of the season he had last year. But he's still having a borderline great season. I yeah. mean, he's hitting 275. That's not 245. That's 275. So to think that you're moving a guy down with nine games left who's got 30 homers, 34 doubles, and 90 RBIs is just sometimes we got to take a step back and go, okay. What we wanted him to be, he's not this year because there's reasons could be – the injury thing, I'm not going to say that because the game's played. There's no way you can come on here and go, he's injured. That's why he's not hitting 50 homers and driving in 140 runs. He's played 152 games. Like, you just, that's not an excuse. We can't even bring that up. But to say he's not having borderline great season compared to everybody that's played in the big leagues this year, and to say that, to even think you move him down to the sixth, the seventh hole is just, 
I, but you again, can see, but you again, can see I know why, the ground balls and the left side of the people, infield. No, you can't. You can like, see why people. Who no, would you put there? But let me finish. Who would you? Who would hit third let, for the Blue Jays? Let me finish. I'm not saying you do it, but I'm saying you can see why people would look at what happened with Bo and would think that the same thing would work with Vladdy. And my point was, as I said, first of all, it's too late in the year. You're not going to do that. But I'm agreeing with you. Keep in mind, Vladdy, Vladdy's season this year isn't as good as last year's season. It's not as good as the year we thought it was going to be. It's still a good year. Is it a great like, year? No, it's not a great year, but it's a good year. It's a, it's a good year. For him, for most players, it's a great year. For him, it's so a good year. How can you say it's not a great year? If you just said for other players, it's a because I, I mean, think, really be, this is the second full season of him I being think, Vladimir Guerrero no, Jr. I, I don't think it's a great year for Vladdy, and I don't think Vladdy would say it's a great year for him. And I don't think anybody, if you, I don't think people on the team would say it's a great year for him. I, and and I keep getting back to this, and I understand that there is this thing with recency bias, and we only remember what we saw, you know, in the last two weeks or the last game. But he really hasn't had, I don't think, that signature game this year yet. And and we've both we've both said this. It's not like he's useless. I, I he's think a quite it's useful player. But th- this is this is this is the Vladdy you're going to get this year. That's his bad season. That's my next point. I'm saying that this is his bad season. Then he is going to be as good as we thought he was going to be last year. And like any other player, if he gets into the playoffs and has a good playoff series, that is going to change mm-hmm. the discussion around this season as much as it needs to be changed. If there are those of you out there who think that Vladdy, you know, people are saying, well, I wouldn't give him a long-term contract now. Why? Because he's hitting 275 with 3090. You wouldn't give him a long-term contract. There are people making, there are people on eight-year contracts right now who aren't getting, who, who aren't hitting that way. And Barker also made a point, which is something we've, we've stressed. I don't think enough people have. Look at the big contracts that have been handed out in baseball. Where's Fernando Tatis Jr.? He's hurt. Mm-hmm. Julio Rodriguez got a big contract. He's hurt. Um, the Braves giving out big contracts. Riley. <laughs> Guys are hurt. Mm-hmm. Vladdy's been playing every day. First base or DH, he's been playing every day. So I, I think we just need to, we need to kind of take a step back and think about that. And, and again, I understand. He has not had that, that two-week span year. where you just go, holy moly. No. That, for me, is what it is. He's had the year, just, just one after the other. The 30 and 90 says he has. Like, you can't argue that. And the 34 doubles. Like, that's, that's good 34 enough. 34 doubles is a good number, that's too. That's good yes. enough. That's good enough. It's just that, like, that two-week span where when he's facing good teams, it's like the 21 games you just mentioned. That would have been the time where if he'd had 20, let's say 18 good games out of those 21, we wouldn't be having this conversation. Yeah. Somebody wouldn't be saying move him to the seventh hole. That's the thing is, it's those Little spurts where he just says, come on, jump on. I'm going to take us to the promised land. It just, for whatever reason, and I'm not going to say the injury thing because of the games played. I just can't do it. Like, I just can't bring myself to do it. And the big daddy hacks that he that he takes. I, I know sometimes it looks like he doesn't run hard to first, which he doesn't. Like a couple of times again, yeah, Tampa, I, uh, he's very so frustrated what? to do that. I get it. 
but a lot of people will throw at that. That's I'm bringing that up. Yeah. It's not me. I don't care if he runs hard to first. I just I want either. him to get a big hit whenever you need him to get a big hit. It's just, for whatever reason, we as a society that watches the Blue Jays and watches Vladdy is so hard on him that I just, when you when you dig into the numbers and you look at what he's done compared to the league in Major League Baseball, it's just, I, I mean, he's a really good player, and Jays fans are lucky to have him and get to watch him every single day, just like Bo, just like George Springer. You could throw in Kirky in there. That's a surprise. So, it, yeah, it's, I don't know. Maybe I maybe I did a little too much digging into those stats, but it because it just it shows you that his season's not as bad as it sounds or sometimes looks because he'll get out four times, he'll ground out two or three times to the second to the shortstop or the third baseman. I think that's the reason why, but I just don't think we've been fair to him. But you have been the guy. You have been the guy who said that without him and George Springer getting hot, this team wasn't going to have postseason success. You've been I saying said, that all I along. Said, you know, You've been the, saying that all I along. I said you were telling me about the American League East title, and I said it would be very hard if George Springer, Vladimir Guerrero Jr., Bo Bichette, Teoscar Hernandez, and then the cast of everybody else all gets hot at the same time. You... That's what I said. And particularly to go on Vladdy the, and George. I'm talking about a total season. We haven't gotten to the playoffs yet. And for them to go deeper into the playoffs, yes, it's about your horses. Name a team, and it'll always be about their horses. So they can't win. Can they no, win? No, not can't. can't let, a let strong me, word. Let me go finish. Deep? Can they go deep? Can they go deep with this Vladdy? With the 30 and 90 or the one hey, that goes can, over can, four with four punches or that guy? The Vladdy, in his sum total, the Vladdy that we've no. seen, can they go deep in the playoffs? What, what's deep? Win a series, win two series, win two series. Go to the AL okay, championship. Okay, so, so you're probably thinking you'd have to go you're gonna win have to the go. series and then go to the Astros. Nobody's beating the Astros, so I'll say no to that. Okay. All right. But you're, I'm saying he's had a good season. Yeah. What you do in the playoffs is gravy. But if you go to the playoffs and does – it, Does it make a difference that they – Shane McClanahan, who is a Cy Young candidate this year, they chased him after five innings, got three home runs off him. First time he's given up three home runs. Does that say anything to you about the Rays? Like if, you, if you're the Rays, if you're the Rays and you're looking at this split, mm-hmm. how are you looking at this? Wander Franco apparently re-injured his hand. It's not serious, but he re-injured his hand. His mm-hmm. status is certainly doubtful for tomorrow. Uh, they are getting Ty- they are getting Tyler Glasnow back this week, yeah. and and I believe he's going to. St- I I think he's going to start. Um, I know they he said he was so, built yeah. up five innings. Mm-hmm. Initially, it had been said that he might come back and and would would pitch out of the pen. But um, how do the Rays view this split? Because there is still a chance that uh, that's the team the Jays are going to have to face. Yep, yeah. I I know how I would look at it. My my offense is. Hit or miss. The Jays have really good starting pitching. George Springer's great. That's the way I'd look. I mean, I, that's the only way. The Rays pitching as a whole is some of the best in baseball. I mean, that's mm-hmm. they're, they're up there with all the best pitching, the all the best teams. It's the offensive side of the ball. It's the 
defensive play that you always have to make because offensively, you know, they're hit or miss. One game they're going to score 10, the next game they'll score one. Like it's a lot of hit or miss because of the the approaches at the plate. I think they got a lot of let's try and hit as many homers as we can hit and beat teams that way, which is sometimes what you have to do. That's sort of what they did against Shane yesterday, the Blue Jays. You know, you you get a guy on an infield single, somebody runs into one, you have good starting pitching. That's how you beat good teams and good pitching. Can the Rays do that all the time? If you're the Rays organization, I would think if you look at it honestly, you're thinking to yourself, how can you pitch your way to deep in the playoffs, and can you do that? And does home field advantage matter a lot to you? Can you go on the road and do that? I, I would say for me anyway, probably not. They got warts. Can you agree with that? Yes. Their team does. It's And I, I think when you have a good pitcher who can add and subtract, Stripling, certain guy, Manoa. Manoa's in a different league, I think, right now, just the way he I does wanted, things. I mean, it's a different league. I wanted to, before we break, I wanted to touch on Alec Manoa and his performance on Saturday because we didn't get a chance to, uh, we didn't really get a chance to delve into it after the weekend um what more do you say about him about Alec Mano you know he he had a funny line about how for all the haters who think that I'm running out of steam yeah you know and I I don't I don't know I I'd like somebody's gonna have to identify one of those haters because I can't don't remember anybody he's, that, sur- that, he's searching yeah he is searching he that, is. that's one of those things like no one gave us what was it? The no one gave us a chance to win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, actually, no. A lot of people actually gave you a chance to win. But anyhow, what did you think? Of I Alec think Manoa? I think it's getting to the point where how much he's going to cost you. You know, Castillo just signed five year, hundred and eight. That do it. Five year, hundred and eight million. That do it. I mean, Castillo's got way more experience. I understand that. But I'm when not you giving, talk of, I'm not giving that contract so, out. So it would be less than a hundred and eight. But I think you got to start thinking about trying to pay this guy. Like yeah, everything I'm, that he's done this year. The, the innings, I mean, I understand what he's trying to do there by the haters, and we all get it. But what's the number going to be? And the would only, you even think about doing it in the no, offseason? No, I think the only, the, the only thing is there are people who, and I, you know, I put my, myself in that group. We've wondered how he's going to hold up to the, uh, through the workload. I certainly don't think that that necessarily I th- I makes think, you a I hater, think he's, he's showing you by throwing more change-ups, by throwing more two-seamers, by not – Max effort early in games, that's his adjustment. That's yeah. how he's made up for the innings right there. Like it's don't abuse the slider. Throw it when you have to. Don't abuse the velocity. Throw it when you have to. You know, pitch the contact. Don't be afraid to do that. When you need a punchy, let it eat. And I think for me that's the separator from him and everybody else. Uh, we will be joined by Jeff Nelson, Yes Network analyst, John Schneider, the Blue Jays manager. Lots to talk to both of these gentlemen about. But when we come back, we'll take our a look around the East and around the wild card, our regular Monday feature. And again, 590-590 is the text line. And I want you to respond via the text line. So don't tweet at me. Don't call up. Use the text line. Where would you put this season that Aaron Judge is having? The baseball seasons you've seen. We've already got a couple of folks weighing in talking about Ichiro season. Everybody's got an opinion. That's fine. It's what I want to hear. doesn't even have to be an offensive season. It can be a great pitching season. Is this the best season you have seen from a baseball player? 595-90 is the text line. We'll get to that in the second hour when we come back in the East. It's Blair and Barker on Sportsnet 590, the Fan 360, and wherever you get your favorite podcast.
starting Monday. Be sure to tune into the J.D. Bunkus podcast weekday mornings at 9 on Sportsnet 590 The Fan or wherever you find your favorite podcasts. It is Monday. And that means <clears throat> that we uh, take our regular look around. Well, again, we've gone back and forth it, in the East, in the wild card. I think it's kind of a mashup, isn't it, Lance? It's got, like, yeah, it's a mashup. In the East. Oh, yeah. A walk on the wild side. Okay, that actually doesn't work. That, that That's all right. Poffle, you don't like it? You just raised your eyebrows. You 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 raised your eyebrows. I've seen that look before. That's normally when I've got the coffee order wrong. Which is all the time. Which is all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, it's dry sense of humor. Well, it was last week when we were doing a Blue Jays talk and the Pittsburgh Pirates, remember that? They were in control of a game of beating the, Yan- of beating the Yankees. Mm-hmm. And I was talking about, boy, this, you know, this impact of this Yankees loss could give the Jays, move them to within what was, I think, four and a half, four games of first place. And, boy, that would really set up the uh, this series against the Yankees, first place on the line. Literally, as the show finished, Giancarlo Stanton walked it off. Just literally as it was done. So yesterday, Barker and I were talking about the 7-1 win over the Jays. And I've got the live scoreboard up, and I'm mentioning that the Mariners were pummeling the Royals. Of course you did. And then I had a line about, well, given how good the Mariners' bullpen is, I guess we can say that game is over. No way the Mariners' bullpen is going to give it up, right? The show ended. This is a God's honest truth. The show ended. Barker tells me to come back, come back on the the, the phone because we're you know we're we're looking at each other in the iPhone as we're doing the show. And he says, Kansas City has just come back. They scored 11 in the sixth. And they're winning. They, they've got a 13-12 win. They're going on to win 13-12. Or he said that they've got the lead. I started to laugh. Anyhow, so that, uh, that loss ended a 10-game road trip that saw the Mariners go 3-7. and seven. Saw them lose Julio Rodriguez and Eugenio Suarez to the I.L., Yesterday, Jesse Winker got hit by a pitch and left the game with a bone bruise. And you know what that means? It's team meeting time for manager Scott Service. Disappointing loss. Uh, no question about it. Um, but we haven't played good baseball on this trip. Uh, and that's the thing, you know, I talked to the team a little bit afterward is we're going to get back to playing baseball the way we have all year. That's allowed us to be in this position. Uh, we do have a good spot, the uh, opportunity to make the playoffs. And the next 10 games will define, you know, where we're at. But we need to get back to playing good baseball. So uh, there's a lot of things that happened in this game. I'll answer any questions. Um, disappointing, no doubt. Uh, we had it right there, and they put an inning together on us, and, you know, we weren't able to flip it. There you go. They put an inning together on us. That was quite an inning. Yeah, I just, sixth I, inning. I just wonder what the team meeting thing does this time of the year. Like, like, what are you going in there telling guys that they don't already know? Hey, hey, uh, don't throw the ball away. Or, uh, hey, catch the ground ball. Like, you're you're missing some key guys. You just mentioned the names. And now Winker may be a little hurt. 
I, and Ty France is playing third. Like, yeah. dudes are trying to figure it out. I just wondered this time of the year, do good I think teams, maybe. good players go, are you kidding me, dude? Like, no. we got a good team here. I think maybe all it is is, hey, guys, you got an off day tomorrow. Flush this. Let's forget about it. Let's come back Why and play a good game. Why would you have to tell them? I think guys do. You know what? Oh, really? I, 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 I just... Is that, and I'm going to ask you this. I'm going to ask you this. Is that a team meeting? The manager sticks his head in the clubhouse I and think, says, I don't I think, think that's a team meeting. I think any time the manager comes in the clubhouse and speaks to everybody and everybody's right. quiet, that's a meeting. So that means it's not – I mean, the Mariners still have, what, a four-game lead in the Orioles for the last wild-card spot. Frankly, they should be safe just as the they Pirates – home games be, coming up. Just because – just as the Pirates should have beaten the Yankees that day and just as the Mariners were pummeling the Royals. They should be safe. But they are two and a half back of the Jays and uh, half a game back of the Rays. So uh, if you are Seattle right now, you're looking at the possibility of going to Cleveland to take on the Guardians who – clinch the AL Central. We'll talk about the Guardians later on this week. It's a pretty good story. Toronto's going to be the focus of the baseball world these next three days, no doubt about it. Uh, Aaron Judge's pursuit of Roger Maris's AL record 61st home run comes to the Rogers Center for a series that could see the Yankees clinch a playoff spot. You could see the Jays clinch a playoff spot. The Yankees' magic number to clinch the East is two after a range-shortened 2-0 win over the Boston Red Sox on Sunday. And the Jays' magic number for postseason berth is four. Aaron Judge was on deck when the game was called yesterday. Boo. <laughs> and they were, I mean, they, there's no way they could have played. There's no way no they could chance. play. It was, a, it was biblical, the rain. Mm-hmm. He was on deck when the game was called yesterday. He's homerless in five games. And Tyler Kepner of the New York Times took advantage of Aaron Judge's post-game availability to ask him... A simple question. Aaron, how hard is it to hit a home run? It's a great question. It is a great question. This was Judge's answer. <laughs> it's it's tough. I think you can ask you know, any hitter around the league. It's it's not easy. I think they kinda <laughs> kinda happen by accident. I think they're more you know, homers are more thrown than than hit, to be honest. Uh, it really takes the right pitch, right situation and um it's it's tough to describe, you know. It just kind of just kind of happens. That's why I usually sprint out of the box when I run because you never know when you when you get them. So <laughs> that's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. That's a great answer. Though. Uh, it is a great answer. answer. Home runs are more throwing than they are hit. It, it is. It's almost like you're trying to hit it through the wall and not over the wall. That just sort of tells you to stay level with your swing, stay through your swing, not over swing. It's, it's just it'll be interesting to see how John Schneider handles that whole situation. How would you handle Aaron, it? I'd pitch around him if I had to pitch around him because I'm trying to get home field advantage. I, I don't. I, it's cool to see him. It would be great to see him get 61 and 62. No, no question. Everybody wants to see it because you're, you're for a fan the pitcher. Of, you're you don't want to be. You don't want to be watching that all winter. Yeah, you know. Uh, Here's a highlight. Maybe. maybe. Uh. I don't. I don't know. You'd have to ask the person that threw it. I. I do think that. Booney has done a really good job of trying to put hot people around yep. him. You mentioned Glaber Torres, got 19 RBIs in September. You mentioned that was the guy, right? I, I thought think it w- that was like two or three weeks ago. You were mentioning how do you get judge pitches to hit, and you mentioned Glaber Torres. Who's hitting third? 
for the Yankees? Torres. Cabrera is hitting cleanup yeah. just because he's hot. He's got 15 RBIs. He's a switch hitter in, in September. Rizzo's got 32 homers. So they're trying to put guys around him so it's impossible to pitch around him. But I got to be honest with you, and we'll, we'll sort of ask John in a in a nice way about the judge thing and how excited he is to see that, which I'm, I'm sure he's not. It just, if you're, if you're, there's one guy you don't want to let beat you in a series. Yeah. He's got to be the guy, right? Yeah, he does. You would certainly think so. And for me, it's more about, I think, trying to get hits off the three starters that are thrown against the Jays and sort of worrying about what he's doing. Yeah, Luis Severino gets a first start Ooh. for the Yankees. And as I said, this, this is the guy, I, I said this at the start of the year as well. I said this could be the most significant individual pitcher or player in the American League East. And what I meant by that was if he is good, if he is good, that instantly, instantly, instantly makes the Yankees a handful. They're already good. It makes them even more of a handful in the let, playoffs. Let me, let me ask you a question. Put you on the spot a little bit. What's more important part of the Jays' game, offense or pitching? you got to figure the offense is based on what you offense, just – Severino, Tyone, and Cole. Gosman, Barrios, and White are throwing for the Jays. What's more important, that, those three guys for the Jays? Or the lineup the against lineup. the other three, Without question the other the three guys. You think so? Without question in the lineup. It's not, it's not about having really good starting pitching and nope. one big inning. I think it's the lineup. Nah, I think it's going to take, take some runs. It's going to take some runs to mm. win this series. Uh, Yankees manager Aaron Boone was asked if he was disappointed that Judge didn't hit his homer in front of in front of Yankees fans. And it's one of the things that's interesting is Aaron Boone was asked, okay, if the game had been played, if it had resumed, would you have still left Judge in the lineup because, you know, the field was a mess? And he said one of the reasons we DH'd him in the game was in the event of weather, inclement weather. I'd, I'd rather, you know, you'd rather have the guy doing that than, than running, around, the Roger Center running around the outfield. Anyhow, yeah. uh, Aaron Judge was asked if he was, that's a good point, mm. Turf, if he was disappointed that Judge didn't hit his homer in front of Yankees fans. No, we just went 6-0 and on the homestand. He was right in the middle of all of it. Um, you know, the script will play out, you know. It's, you know, the drama of sport and, you know, things happen if and when they're supposed to. And, you know, you're competing at the highest level. You can't just, you know, push buttons to have things happen. So um, just proud of the way he's handling it and continuing to, you know, be the central figure in us winning games. That's a great way to put it. Be it the is. central figure in us winning games. You, you, you know, he, he, what he was thinking whenever he was saying it will, it'll play out. He's thinking, okay, he's got Gosman. I'll give Gosman that check. Check Marquez. Yeah, split fingers, pretty good. Yeah. Uh, but he is facing Barrios okay. and White. What did you and uh, what did you you mention about Judge? The Judge's kryptonite. The one kryptonite for Aaron Judge. Off, off speed, which right. is the split finger. That's, that's 200 a, against the off Yeah, speed. that's an off speed pitch. Does Barrios have an off speed pitch? I mean, the changeup, he didn't throw it rarely to right handed hitters. And Barrios, if, I mean, if you take that good one sooner or later, you're going to get that stinker. Yeah. That's good hitting and white. You really know what you're going to get? Unfortunately, so yes. I th- so I think. So <laughs> well, I think. So I think that's probably what Booney was thinking about. It'll play out just because of who's he's about to face the next couple of days. Meanwhile, the Rays missed a chance to knock the Jays into second place in the wild card race this weekend, despite winning the first two games of their four-game series. And we talked about Shane McClanahan did not have a good start uh, after uh, a, a neck injury that took him out of his 
neck discomfort, I should say, that, that has been bothering him after shoulder issues that put him in the I.L. There's some concern about Shane McClanahan. It's never a good thing to give up three home runs, the most home runs you've ever given up in a start, when it's your second last start of the year. Wander Franco appears to have re-injured or injured his wrist to some Seems degree. like a theme, doesn't it? It does seem like a theme. It does. But Kevin Cash had kind of a funny line about this series and about playing the Blue Jays in general that I think kind of sums up everything we think about the Jays and the Rays when they play each other, Lance. It feels like we split against them every time. It really does. I mean, when we're up there, when somebody gets out to the early G, uh, lead and then the next team comes back and makes a, a kind of a much ado about nothing series uh the next two days that's pretty much it it's like everything you're excited about everything it's important and and you know boy you're up to to nothing and this could be the biggest series and then you come back the series is over and you're split you know what i've noticed about cash he's a really good manager like he just gets it like when his team needs to be lambasted in front of people he just got a way of doing it like it's I mean, that's not even that's what he was doing there. It's just it was. I know what you mean. No, yeah, yeah it's he just does. Like he gets it right. He just yeah. gets way. You know, you you poke at your team without actually poking at your team, right? You got a, a couple of good enough starts that your lineup should have scored enough runs. I, I just don't see where their runs in the in the playoffs are coming from. That that for me is we all know what their pitching is. I mean, they're going to play good enough defense. They're going to run the bases well enough. But can they get on base enough? Because they don't hit enough homers. Like they got a couple guys, Rosarena in there, uh, uh, Peralta in there, I think, hitting some home runs. Like, they're, they got some guys that occasionally, if you hang one, but if you're a decent pitcher and can locate and add and subtract and get them to chase him, because they are very aggressive, you notice that, they want to swing it. They ain't taking. They want to swing it. And I just don't see where the runs are coming from. Yeah, I uh, I mean, I, look, I, you know, the usual caveat when you play the Rays, you, you never know, but... Um, I, 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 I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna come down to McClanahan. This is a captain, obvious. I think it's gonna come down to McClanahan and Glasnow. I really do. Maybe. I think Glas- Glasnow could be the complete, the complete wild card in this. Now he's apparently built up the five innings. If 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 he can just, if he can give them five innings from this point on, I think his start is Wednesday, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. I think that makes. That makes a what? a big difference. I don't know about what you saw, saw, but with Shane, he needs the big separation from the changeup and the velocity on the fastball. When you when it, when the fastball that has a little movement, he's added that too. It's more moving away, you know, and he he mixes in the tunnel of the changeup the same with that two seamer. When that two seamer's 98, 99, then all of a sudden that changeup is 89, 90, 91. That's a big difference. But when that two seamer's 96, 95, which is what we saw. That's not going to play right. That all of a sudden now is four or five mile an hour difference instead of eight or nine or ten mile an hour difference. So I'm with you. The velocity will scare you a little bit if you're a Rays fan. Pitching is not their issue. It just it just seems like when they need a guy mm. to come in, they got a guy. For me, it's the lineup. I I, I will also mention this. Ryan Yarbrough uh, left to start with discomfort, and Ryan Yarbrough is he he's he's been kind of a an iffy proposition this year, but yeah, he, yeah. he's he's a guy who has pitched over the years has pitched a lot of important innings sure has. for this uh, particular team. So that's that's where I stand. Um, how optimistic are you of the Jays getting home field in the postseason right now? I am. I I, I think one to Oscar, ten. I think one to ten. I give myself an eight and eight and a half. I'd say seven. I, I seven. 
I, I think the rotation, a little of the unknowns. The, these two games with Barrios and White coming up, I, what are you going to get from those two guys? And I think they need to win two out of three. I mean, I, a sweep is very hard because of who they're playing and what the Yankees have riding on this series. Like, the urgency will be there. It's just, you know, fighting themselves. Mitch White really don't know when to throw hard and when not to throw hard. That's sort of his issue, right? Is uh, When do I let it eat? When do I try hard? Mm-hmm. I'm better off when I don't try hard, right? I just, I'm mechanically sound. It comes out. It goes where I want it to go. But real do you have any idea what you're going to get? Me, let me ask you this question. Did what we see out of Jose Barrios in that last start, in your mind, change or should it change John Schneider's approach? Remember, John Schneider said, if we need Alec Manoa to pitch the last game of the year for home field advantage, we're going to use him to get that home field advantage, and then we'll... We'll play the playoffs. We'll we'll go the way we'd go in the playoffs. Has that changed? See, to me, it's almost changed my mind now. Now I need Alec Manoa to make one of those two starts because I don't want Jose Barrios to make one of those two starts. What do you mean the playoffs? In the playoffs, I'm saying that 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 John Schneider's approach was if we need Alec Manoa to pitch the last game of the regular season to get home field advantage, and that means he's not available for that first round, we will do that. I'm saying right now... I'm saying right now, I've got to think hard about that. Some cat, some khaki is telling them that their team is better at home as a whole, right? It's it's if if you have to pitch Manoa sometime in the last couple of games and he can't pitch in those three games, the playoffs, the crowd will make up for no Manoa. I think that's just me. Don't roll your eyes at me. You're asking me a crowd question. Crowd is going to make up I, for I, no Manoa. I think. Really. I think that their players play, and we're going to ask John. Why they the think crowd the crowd is going to turn? Jeez, you going to let me talk or not? Okay, go ahead. You you finish it because you seem to know. I'll push no, off. Go ahead. No. Go ahead. Finish it. Go ahead. Go no, ahead. I I just think that they think. Yes. This is just from what you're. Oh, oh. Why else would they be doing it? Why else would they be okay? Competitive advantage. I mean, they know Mano's good. Like, why else would they be doing it? And saying it out loud that if we have to throw him in Baltimore, we're going to throw him, and if they miss. And if he gets to miss the playoff series, we're okay with that because we get home field advantage. Why else would they be saying that? Explain it to me. Because Barrios is better at home? That's why you're banking on that? I don't know. I'm I'm just saying that 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 I think that last start by Barrios was such a step back that it would make me want to reconsider whether because if you don't go with Manoa, you're saying Gosman, Stripling, and Brios are going to be your guys. Gosman, Stripling. Or whatever order it is. Yeah. Really? Well, don't you're look comf- at me. You're, I, I, you're, I'm you're not the comf- one that said it out loud. No, but you're comfortable with... with you, you'd rather have those guys no, in a three-game series. Rather is... Str- that, Jack, rather? That's what you're doing. That's the word you're going with. Well, Rather, you'd rather have Manoa in game one. You'd rather have Gosman in game two and Stripling... Pitching the first game of the series in the, against the Astros because those two games are over, and you don't have to worry about a third game. Right. And you don't have to worry about pitching Barrios or whoever else. So you're wanting to win the first two. But maybe they don't think – I hate to say it this way. Maybe they don't think they need that if they have home field advantage. Maybe they think they can beat the Rays at home without Manoa. Maybe they think they can beat the Mariners at home without Manoa. 
Why, why else would they say it if they don't think that? Okay, answer that question. That's the, that's the question. Why, why else would there be if they're willing to do it and they think home field advantage is that important? Tell me why. Because I, it sure seems like they're okay with it. They'd be okay with Gosman throwing game one and whoever else you want to throw in game two and three. Right. And it's not Manoa because of home field advantage. Okay. You just ain't buying that, are you? 590-590 is the text line. <laughs> we asked the question where you would put Aaron, where you would rank Aaron Judge's season. DMs are open I like for how Barker's you back. Ask me the hits. question and make me answer it. By the way, this is we've got I this is a uh Okay, this this dude's gotta be cheating. <laughs> DM. Best baseball season, he said. Ted Williams and Stan Musial in my lifetime. How old would that make the dude? That's good. I can't hear a word you said. How old are you? 62, 67, or 68. Oh. Yeah. Did I guess right? 62? I, I don't know. That was a guess. I nailed yeah. that, didn't I? Um, I like how you made me answer that, too. And then moved on. I appreciate that. Well, that's good. So I'll take, I, that's good. That's I, a way. That's that's a that's, that's a heck of a that's host. A way, I appreciate that's the way that. we roll. John Schneider, Blue Jays manager, joins us at eleven thirty. Jeff Nelson, Yes Network analyst, uh, just around the corner. We'll take a look ahead to uh, to um, uh, to the uh, to the Jays Yankee series. See Aaron Boone, by the way, says uh, Frankie Montas. He yeah, might be yeah. used as an opener go, in the postseason. Go, go ahead, uh, an opener. That's what he says. What sense would that make? Well, because they, I mean, again, depending on, on for Nestor how Cortez, good maybe? how good Severino is, you know, and then and, and I mean, anyhow, aren't you glad? I'm gonna, I'm just gonna say it because right? <laughs> I'm gonna keep saying no, this, I, man. Okay, you can all say, you can say it all you were, want, but I'll bet you if they had the minor league system to get him, I'm glad they he, did. He'd be a J. But I don't want so him to be not, a J. Let's not. Let's I don't not want act like that you're, you're, you're saying these things and all, you're always right. I'll bet you. I'm I just saying. No, but I I'll would bet you if they had enough minor league names I to get him, he'd be here. I would have ripped the deal at the time. Well, you'd still be ripping it because yeah. he'd be here. And he'd be hurt. <laughs> okay, I'm just saying. He'd be another guy he'd be who an can't. He'd be an opener for another, the first game of the series because Manoa would be pitching in Baltimore. <laughs> he'd be another guy who can't pitch. Yeah. Anyhow, uh, Jeff Nelson is a Yankees analyst with the Yes Network. He's a four-time World Series champion with the Yankees. Uh, you're something else. We'll ask Jeff Nelson where he would put this particular season from Aaron Judge. And we'll attempt to do it as we have this discussion in a way that avoids all sorts of talk about steroids. 73, 73 bombs is still 73 bombs. 60-odd with the Triple Crown is a lot. That's... That's pretty good. Blair and Barker on Sportsnet 590 The Fan, Sportsnet 360, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts.